paint you on a giant screen with a few colorful motion pictures you've been hearing about and reading it's about. It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. We're delighted to have you with us. The Drive-In Theater. You'll find something to please you to add to your evening's enjoyment. It's pleased to bring you our Fifi Feature presentation. What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in. It is April 10th, 2023, and you are tuned into the Drive-In Speaker Box, the best in movie news and reviews and all that fun stuff and, and wisdom and advice and, 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 and life coaching and healthy living tips and life hacks and uh, history, uh, science, theology, philosophy, um, all of these things right here on the Drive-In Speaker Box. And, <laughs> I feel and, like some of those we don't do. <laughs> Uh, anyway, chief I'm, among some healthy living. Tips. Well, as you just finished your Arby's so quickly before we got on the show, um, healthy healthy living tips right here. Uh, I'm your host, Bo, the Boom Operator. Oh, slick doggy, the grip. And uh, welcome to the show, guys. We uh, uh, we we are here tonight. We're going to be talking to you about some movies. Um, we both managed to catch the uh, Super Mario Brothers movie in theaters, separate from each other. We have not talked about the movie at all with mm. each other yet. So we're gonna we're gonna to do that later in the show. Uh, I also got a chance to catch out the, the the new Owen Wilson film, Paint. So we're going to be talking about that. And if you guys are uh, joining us, uh, oh Vince, um, subscribed for 21 months on on Twitch. Hey man, thank you. Uh, looks like we're getting close to a hype train over on Twitch. So uh, for those of you that are joining us, downloaded in the future from a podcast form or on Facebook or YouTube Live, uh, Twitch is, we, 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 we do the pre-show on Twitch. We always start a little bit early just for, for those folks. And um, we're going to give shout-outs to everybody. And thanks, Lojweb, for just tuning in. Happy Easter. Uh, He's subscribed, too. Yeah, thanks for that sub. Tony Garrett over on YouTube. Hey, you guys. Um, ba- baby. Um all that stuff. So, uh, <laughs> Velvet Santa says, I'm dressed like a problematic dude at a party in an 80s movie. How about a cool dude at a party in an 80s movie? And I'm dressed like a dad. There we go. So, um, man, dads are cool dudes, man. Dads are cool some dudes. most of the time. So yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But, uh, anyway. We're going to talk to you about stuff this week. Um, the news. There's two sad pieces of news I wanted to, uh, st- I guess, we'll start with this week. And one of them is not sad. To, it's probably not going to be sad to any of you because you probably don't know or care. But um, one of my favorite internet film bloggers is retiring today. He made his last post on his blog, tvvcr.com. His name is Mark. I have been reading his his stuff, his his news journalism for almost as long as I've been doing the drive-in speaker box. He's a brilliant dude. Um, and he, uh, he, he, tvvcr has reached the end of its tape, as he has uh, said, because internet is hard and journalism is hard and blogging is harder and and getting paid to do it and the thing that i enjoyed about his style is that he wasn't just hype training um marvel and 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 disney star wars crap like slash film and you know uh uh indie wire and all that stuff that just like goes oh here's more indiana jones news you know it, this guy was like look at this stupid shit and um he was very honest and he was us he was us yeah and so pouring one out to one of my favorite film bloggers who um retired this week and uh sad day sad day but also um a death this week and not you know, he, he, he is not an actor, and he was not a director, but he spent his entire life kind of making fun of movies and TV, and is a guy that influenced me growing up as a kid. Um, 
in, in that that grew up before the internet, right? And it's Al Jaffe. And Al Jaffe, if you don't know that name, Al Jaffe was a cartoonist, most notably known for his work with Mad Magazine. He invented the foldover sort of, you know, back back cover of Mad Magazine. But he also did a lot of comic art, and you know, published a lot of books that um, all satire and you know, and and kind of edgy. He was he was a little bit racy. Still made things that were for kids, but. He drew boobies, man. He drew naked boobies. What? And when you're like a child, like going, oh man, there's a naked boobie in this comic. What the heckin' heck? And but he was hilarious too. And he he was working all the way up until um, Mad Magazine kind of folded, which you know they they only do special editions now. But he died at like a hundred and two years old, and this dude was still working up in in his late late 90s I think 20 2019 or 2020 he was still like I don't know how straight a line he could draw but um just a prolific dude and uh an amazing amazing guy that is probably way more influential than any of us realize but uh Velvet Santa asks where do I find his work in order to not go there yeah you gotta know what to what to avoid to not see the Naked boob. They don't want to see the naked boobies, bro. Why do we have the most conservatively lame ass audio? What's wrong with you guys? Boobies I don't want to see them either. I don't want to see them either. You don't want to see want a booby perusing the internet, minding my own business, trying to learn from the world wide web, and come across some drawn teetaw. Y'all are so full of shit, uh, dude. I mean, come on. Like, and they were not like they were not like picture perfect boobies it was just the, the you guys are the most prudent grandmas like free the nip how about it how about a little bit of no. equality why you gotta why you gotta put the boob under lock and key no you that's prudent right. patriarchal sons of bitches like on movies if they say they contain partial nudity that's a no from me dog i don't want that not in my movies Mm-mm. wow Granddad Jake over here. Oh no way! The Bible says you free that dirty, filthy nipple. I don't even want to see it. Don't talk to me about it. Mm-hmm. Don't think about it. Yeah. Just get it out of here. It's it's the evil. It's the devil's nipple. Like <laughs> you guys are terrible. Um, Night Owlishly pro boobs over there. Normalize the breast. That's what I'm saying. No. Shout outs to boobs. As a person who has had boobs most of my life, <laughs> um, uh, I am a proud boob owner. And uh, yeah, anyway, Lodgeweb asks, Bo, do you remember the reason I gave St- uh, gave Steven as to why I wanted the Starship Trooper machine? Yes, I do. The, the, the co-ed shower scene, which makes it where no one's allowed to watch Starship Troopers ever the, because the, dizzy boobs. Because fantastic no. boobs. You're telling me Mm-mm. that... That's the, why I'll never watch that movie again. <laughs> You're so full of shit. Um, uh, I watched that movie exactly one time and I stopped about dude 45 minutes into it I don't even know how it ends no I don't even know how it ends out of here that is that is the biggest dumbest thing I've ever the biggest you are such a liar like you love Paul Verhoeven when the camera's not rolling Uh, I like Paul Verhoeven movies Paul Verhoeven rocks Starship Troopers kind of rocks it's Mm. a great movie um, Melody Mahan and Utah says, "What Total an interesting recall. place to jump in." That's yeah, it's another movie I like up until a point, and then all of a sudden there's until three, the three boob part, three the, naked boobs. The on greatest TV. scene. I have to end that, it right there. No, you, God dang, this is the most lie filled. Like I'm Dude, not a I fibber. was like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Michael Ironside. Um, uh, uh, what's her name that stomps on his ding dong a whole bunch. So you're cool with watching ding-dongs no, no. get stomped? No, not cool with that at all, but, but what's what's her name? I can't remember. You're the one that loves ding-dongs getting stomped. No, dude. The, the point of it is, it's a good movie to a point, you know, and that's the credits. three points. Yeah, that's the... Sharon Stone, yeah. The See, there's part. some quality acting going on there, and then all of a sudden they ruin it <laughs> with mutant Mars memories. I like the part where he's like... Got a lot of nerve showing your face in here, and he goes, "Look who's talking!" And he's <laughs> yeah, like, the, yeah, yeah. So, so good." Yeah, see, it's good up until then, and then less than and three then it gets minutes amazing. later, less than three minutes later, uh, you okay? 
uh, I'm going to catch you right here because you said just now, I'm catching you in a lie, that you always stop it before it's the boob scene. And mm-hmm. you, and, except for I have heard you on more than one occasion, quote, give the people air, Kohagen, which is at the end of the movie. Well, it's in a Austrian death machine song is what it is. You were such a freaking liar. No, dude. You're such a liar. Give and the that people so- air. Kohagen, give them air. That band was started they, by. They said it like that. They said air. That band was started by As I Lie Dying, which is like a semi-Christian It's more like thing. As I Laid Lying, <laughs> the Jake story. Anyway, boobs rule. No, I'll take um, them out of our movies. We don't need them. Okay, anyway, we watched... Super Mario I, didn't have any boobs. I, bullshit! That movie was so problematic in its, in its, we'll in its depiction of, of relationships. Don't get me started on that movie. Because we're going to get started on that movie in the second half hour. So, um, hashtag exposed, says no, Ghost. No, not exposed. Hashtag covered. Psh, <laughs> bullshit. Uh, anyway, Al Jaffe, pouring one out for Al Jaffe. Uh, I, I, a shot a shot of Malort for, for Al Jaffe right there. Oh, this last week I visited the Jepson's Distillery. I saw where Malort was made. I got to taste some some, some Malort, like, fresh out the out the still it was amazing what the what the brewmeister think when you threw up after you did that you know and because it was all just like joy that i threw up and, you know we, we made friends we're our instagram homies now but anyway uh pouring one out for al jaffe did you have any news that yeah. was like very conservative like news mm-hmm. about conservative biz baths <laughs> yeah i do uh speaking of people that um b- b- boobs or whatever uh, do you see that they announced the release date of the John Wick spinoff movie? It's going to be a movie now, uh, ballerina. Of course, because the John Wick Four is making so much money. Of course, it's going to be a movie. Well, this was announced like last Monday, like the moment that John Wick made money. Uh, but uh, it's going to be released June seventh of next year. They've already filmed some of it because because um, they were filming a series. Keanu Reeves and uh, Lance Reddick make appearances. They have cameos in. Well, and, and Lance, as you you heard us, he's passed away. He passed away. Yeah. So, uh, stars Ana de Armas. How many stairs does he fall down? Several. Okay. Uh, Ana de Armas is the star. She is the ballerina. Of course, she uh, is. Norman Reedus is going to be a co-starring in the God, movie. I like I like her too, and I'm man, I'm pissed because she was great in um, the last um, Knives Out. Well, no, I was going to say the last. But Blade Runner? Uh, uh, James Bond. Was it James Bond? I didn't watch the last James okay, Bond. Okay, yeah. She was, she so was maybe. great. Yeah. But she wow. was in Blade Runner, and she was good in wow. that. Uh, she was good in not, the first Knives Out. Wow. Um, apparently, everyone hated Blonde, so uh, skip that one, maybe. But then Why? Because more of you boob haters. Yeah, that's it. That's totes it. Can't handle um, seeing, a free, seeing one boob. Yeah, not even not even once. Um, free the nip. Yeah. <laughs> We need to end this bit. No, it's um, uh, no. We have already had. Uh, let's see, Melody perverts. in YouTube yep. says boobs rule, peepees mm-hmm. drool. Uh, we've got <laughs> Loge Web says petition. If that's the case, they need to go to a doctor. Petition, <laughs> petition <laughs> for a boob emote. We got a second from Night Owlishly on Twitch. A second petition for the boob emote. It's gone on and too long. so, like, where's my gavel? We have. I will be making a boob emote Jeez. next week. All right. Any, anyhow, hashtag nipple piercings from wow. Ghost nineteen seventy one uh, or nine seventy one. Anyhow, next year we'll get another Agreed. John Wick movie. Uh, it'll just have minimal John Wick in it. But what I was gonna say is we'll see how her uh, Apple TV movie goes with Chris Evans. Um, you seen the trailers for that? Which one? Where she's the spy and Chris Evans is like a dude that goes on a date with her and then travels to the ends of the earth to like find her just to figure out that she's the spy. You seen that? I, I did not. Uh, it looks okay. Um, so we'll see how that goes. See if she's an action star for uh, ballerina. Oh, she is. She's, and then she's uh, uh, the Barbie trailer, the full Barbie trailer God, came my, out. My whole since last time we talked to everyone. My if social media feed has been people doing the like the Barbie sticker thing. Well, have you seen filter. the uh, Hokutono Ken? And it has Kenshiro, yeah. and it says this Ken, whatever. That I was, have seen that. That, that one's pretty good. Uh, but the whole trailer was like two minutes of them saying that they'll beach each other off. They're like, I'm going to beat you off, bro. And it's just the um, 21 Jump Street joke. Yeah. yeah. Well, or the Kmart joke, the ship my pants 
You remember that one? <laughs> no, but that sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, they'll sh- they'll ship anything. Oh, I shipped my bed, and uh, yeah. Man, anyway, that was an old, uh, pretty funny, pretty ad. Uh, and then, and then the other thing, talking about franchises, uh, continuing on, Warner Brothers is currently planning a Harry Potter TV show for HBO Max, and it's oh, this not has a been spinoff. Breaking the internet right now. Not a spinoff. It's going to be the story of Harry Potter. But in TV form, with all new actors, because like, that's something we needed. Well, so it goes. It, go, it goes back to what we were talking about in the pre-show. Keep Gary Oldman as serious Black. Keep keep all of the actors except for the kids. Like all of the like. Keep. Um, I don't know how anybody would want to touch this with a ten foot pole. What's now. his name? Gleason. Who's Gleason? Uh, what's his first name that plays Mad Eye Mooney? It's uh, Sam. No. Um, keep him. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. G- keep Gary Oldman. Uh, keep um, uh, Jason Isaacs. You know what I'm saying? Like, have all of the adults still be the adults? Get Maggie Smith back in there. Well, so Vince over on Twitch, he says, can we go back to why I don't like movies or TV shows anymore? So earlier in the pre-show on Twitch, so which is exclusive content, if you subscribe on Twitch, you can get some of that early show that's not in the podcast or on the Facebook or uh, YouTube. And we were talking about, you know, uh, being excited about new movies. And it's and, and this is the reason why. It's hard to be excited about new stuff because it's like Harry Potter's not that old. Like, it's not even that old to where we're like, man, they're remaking. Because, like, it's 20 years that's old. That's still, like, and, and we've talked about this on the show. The internet has made access to our memory more clear mm. like nostalgia is more easily accessible than oh man remember that now it's like yeah i remember because i can't stop seeing it constantly daily and there's all this sh- shit and like you're just being you never get to forget it enough to where it becomes a warm fuzzy memory like and then people go oh my god it's 20 years old i've only been constantly bombarded with it for 20 years it never gets a chance to become nostalgia because we never let it, we never grow past it. And so then when you start re-churning it, dude, I know people that Dog. for 20 years have still been picking their houses. I mean, I have a sorting hat right... <laughs> All I'm saying is that E.T. was put on TV every weekend for like every year. Gryffindor nailed it. That hat is not 20 years old, but... It's on a store shelf that you can Dude. get all the time. I'm point proven. I'm fired up. You wrecked the audio of the show. Uh, it's just a cable. There we go. Um, no, man, but Ooh, like, get me fired up. There's some things like that that just don't go away. Star Those Wars really has expensive hat. Star Wars has <laughs> never gone away. ET uh, just recently maybe went away a little bit. You know, uh, Jaws is on TV every week, and it has been since TV. Yeah, and that's that's why that's why when you remake these things, it's not as impactful as the original content because we don't need these remakes when we have it. Just, just end it there. Just, we don't need remakes. We don't need remakes when we have access to everything. A remake is when something was either done poorly or doesn't hold up. Or you know, uh, missed its mark or failed, and but there, but they still saw potential in it. There's a few um, exceptions. The fly. Well, think the original is not bad. But think about when that was made. Yeah, but I'm talking like if you get like a you get like a Cronenberg dude. He's like, check this out. I have a vision. Gross, and they're just like, okay, I'm listening. He's like, yeah. What if everything is gross? And they're like, well, and that was a song. That was a, or the thing. You think about, like, these movies, you know, those were from, like, the 40s and 50s, black and white movies that had these really high concepts but weren't able to execute. And then, you know, they were remade and done in a really engaging and interesting new way that is now easily on demand. Like, how many – the the original was was so far away. And as Lojweb just said on Twitch, he said, look what they did to my dear, dear Jurassic yeah. Park. And, you know, it's just – that's his Cedric Diggory. Look what they did to my boy. My boy. My boy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he also said Dune. And the latest Dune 
is uh, so far the best version of it out of all the TV miniseries. And- but the Dune film, again, ripe for a remake because no one's hammering Dune down our throat. Yeah, but people you know? like the original Dune, though. Yeah, weirdos. Like, you know, and I do too. But that that's where, that's where remakes find their place is when the audience is so minuscule and it's lost on the on the the outskirts of of cult fanaticism and counterculture and archival dudes like us that are like, have you ever heard of this movie it's really cool and let me go to my dvd shelf <laughs> and we're the only dudes that are going to get pissed off about it and and even though like i'm not pissed off about the new dune because they did a really good job with it mm. and it wasn't like we're we're on our fifth reinvention of the spider-man story in 15 years well it's like the same you know it'll only be the second time that they've done harry potter yeah but it's we're not ready it's not i mean you're not going to find a better better harry potter than daniel radcliffe you're not going to find a better hermione than um uh emma watson right like you're not going to find better castings of those characters than what they did uh, and I think that's going to be the hardest part of it is, uh, like, how do you get a, a, a better Hagrid or, or Harry or uh, McGonagall? You don't. You know? Yeah, you don't. So that's the tough part about that is uh, all that was nailed. And I know there's all the people that read the books and they're like, well, in the books, this happens. And it was from the movie uh, Leviosa or whatever, you know. Uh, it's Wingardium Leviosa. Leviosa. There's two, there's two different ones uh, in, um, okay. in Hogwarts Legacy, bro. Um, well, what's canon? Who cares? Who cares? I don't know. <laughs> uh, but the point it, of it being, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's a tough, tough remake to try and do. Well, and, and you know what we were talking about earlier in the, uh, in the pre-show is that when when the these franchises they're, they're they're building things that we feel obligated to continually consume and pay for. And as Loge Webb just says, HP, Harry Potter is the next Star Wars. You know, and Star Wars is getting oversaturated too. Like, people are like getting fatigued. They're like, how can I can't, you're not giving me enough time to to fall in love with this this thing, this world, this thing that you're creating, so I can maybe rewatch it and maybe appreciate it more and become, like, fandom is an interesting thing because fandom generally the traditional method of fandom is you make something so good that it changes a person's life right and they reconsume and reconsume and reconsume that same piece of whatever it was and then they become masters of it and they love it and they and they can't stop thinking about and they reenact their favorite parts and you know they learn to speak klingon and all this kind of shit and um (laughs) What did you hit me when you said that? Well, because you can speak Cleon. I and wish that would be so cool, bro. You've you've lied so much on this one episode. Like, if we had a, a, a polygraph, like it would, yeah. No, really, I think speaking Klingon would be sick. Uh, it's on Duolingo. You can try it, uh, but I can't. You're telling me you don't know any Klingon phrases? Mm-mm. No. Oh, you're. I can feel the lie. I know one. Okay. Bullshit. I no, I only know one. Okay, what is it? Uh, <laughs> I know how to say today is a good day to die. Let's hear it. Because they say it in Star Trek Armada all the time. Yeah. You ever play Armada? It's sick. We got a Patak sitting right over here. Whoa! That is not even. Whoa. I thought you didn't speak Klingon. <laughs> no. Yeah, but I've watched DS9, bro. Okay, well, anyway. Um... Oh jeez, uh, Hardy Entertainment shout out Movie Albert over on YouTube. Tune oh, wow. in. Suspended from Twitch. Bummer. Oh, that does sucks. Um, but 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 the point is, when you when you oversaturate a market, it does not give any people enough time to become fans, right? And and you, you you're like when you're trying to develop fandom. And someone's like not even finished with a season of Mandalorian three or whatever you're on, and they're like, "But don't forget Ahsoka, and don't forget the rough tip next, and don't forget this one, and, and guess what? Ray's coming back." And you're like, "What?" Just oh, I saw that today. Yeah, and you're like, "Give me, give me a second. Who wants Ray? No one. Not one person. Executives do. Um, and and you oh, know because checklist. If, and, but you already got Ahsoka. 
Right. And so the. And the, you got Bo Katan or whatever. Is, is that right? Is that. Well, and then they were talking about Grand Moff Tarkin and then uh, Emperor Zorg and like all these other dudes. Tarkin's like, the name and those that I know who that character no, is. No, Emperor Zorg's from Toy Story. I was I was going to say um, the blue guy, uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn. Um, oh, Thrawn would be cool if he was original version yeah. Thrawn instead of new version Thrawn. So. Uh, Does he have the Yasalamiri? Yeah, I think so. And uh, well, it was only a little clip I saw. I didn't. I, I, when it's Star Wars news, I. I just ooh. I know. Yeah. Star Wars died in 2002. But the point of this entire insanity is they we're losing fandom and losing the idea and the culture behind fandom because we don't have enough time to cultivate and develop fandom. Well, and that's the point I'm trying to make. And I, we've talked about that on the show before. That's part of why Marvel movies are a thing and all this. And you have so many of these annoying people because it's their first taste of um, having a fandom uh, instead of being like a sports fan or whatever. You know, instead of being like, sports team, Ugh! they're like, nerd stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, they, and that's why you have to act like nerd stuff's cool is because people are into it. But, uh, yeah, used to fandoms was for people that um, weren't cool and didn't have other things going on and, and needed it. And now you have and everyone involved And not every bit of it, it is yeah. cool to everybody. Like, that's the interesting thing about fandom is you can be a fan of Star Trek and not Star Wars. You can be a fan of Dragon Ball Z and not like Miyazaki. You can be a fan, although you'd be stupid. <laughs> Who doesn't? I'm just saying, I'm, I'm giving examples. Like, you know, you can be a fan of one thing and not the other, and, and that's okay, but they're trying to just, like, push nerddom as, like, well, if you're into this, you're into all this, and we're going to keep shoving it down your throat and because you guys got expendable income somehow, and uh, here's... Here's a bunch of toys for you to buy, and um, you know whatever. I feel like you just personally attacked both of us. Well, yes, because we are we're literally the embodiment of fandom. That's true. Like OG fandom, and um, but we're not nerds, right? Okay, let's establish that. So anyway, That's a fact. All right. Um, we have talked a long time about nothing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, so, so uh, started as news. It, it it did start as news. I hope they make it a TV series just so I can see what they do with it and uh, figure out how much everyone can hate it. Remember when I said theology, philosophy, and I, here it is. I, I was not kidding about um, the show. Okay, uh, let's talk about what's coming out this weekend because new new movies come out in theaters every week and at this mark in the show is when we tell you when new movies come out this week is no different um even though i have a hard time feeling like anything's going to compete with the uh mushroom powered up invincibility star that is the super mario brothers movie um oh a little shout out to um AGAM Spark on Twitch. She says she runs Nerdy Girls of NWA, and this is a conversation that they have as well. And if you're losing interest due of the quote unquote nerds due to shoving fifty seven thousand things at people at once, you might have a problem. Um, you know, and 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 it's tough. Like uh, shout outs to Nerdy Girls of NWA. They do meetings over at Pinpoint as well. And um, yeah, just if you guys have any social media there, throw it up in the Twitch. Heard and, it here, uh, Pinpoint Nerd yeah. Hangout. So. Um, anyway, coming out this this week, April 14th, 2023, um, there's only two really big movies that are coming out in theaters, and they're both on the um, rated R spectrum of things. They're, they're horror movies, which is going to be an interesting mix because it's competing head-to-head with Mario, which is a vastly, you know, more accessible film to audiences being PG. You know, you're, you're hitting a lot of fan bases. Um, but you've got The Pope's Exorcist coming out with Russell Crowe. Um, We've, We've talked about it. Yeah, it, generic religious horror movie, with, but this time with Russell Crowe. Uh, and then also a movie that I'm kind of curious about. Um, I, I want to see this movie. I want to kind of hope this movie's okay. Uh, but I'm not... I'm not so... There's parts of it that look okay and parts of it that make me think it's going to be awful. And it's Renfield. Um yeah uh it's what do you think about this movie i don't know man i mean it'll probably be the one that i go watch um honestly you know because it's the one thing that looks like not 
whatever else is out, you know. So it's it's directed from uh, Chris McKay, which, you know, he is very well known for the Lego movie. He also did Tomorrow War, which I kind of enjoyed uh, if you're into Tom Cruise, Groundhog Day, no, sci-fi. No, wrong movie. Is that not the... No, Tomorrow War is the one that was an Amazon movie with Chris Pratt. What's the one... The... You're thinking of... Uh, uh, the Tom Cruise movie that it looks said, exactly the same. Yeah, it has two titles. Uh, Live, Die, Live Repeat. Die, Repeat was its true title, but they changed, but they changed it. And it. It was called something else in the U.S. Anyway, well, Adam McKay. That movie was good. Adam McKay, Edge of Tomorrow. Thanks. Yeah, and this one's the Tomorrow War. See, you know, I'm getting Edge of Tomorrow was there's Tomorrow. Was good. It was Tomorrow Sci-Fi. Tom Cruise. Sorry, I got them mixed up. But the Lego Movie. And the Lego Batman movie, Adam McKay, um, everybody, th- th- those I know for a fact. And and um, he's doing Renfield. So, you know, comedy chops notwithstanding, he's he's shown that he can make a movie that uh, everybody can enjoy. And you're, you're getting, I, I, I could say I'm not a huge fan of Nicholas Hout. He's not my favorite guy on screen. There's something I'm not a huge fan of with him. What are you making fun of the way I said his last name? Yeah. yeah. Holt. He put a U in his name. I don't Nailed it. One of those. Whatever. It's one of those. Um, uh, see, that's the, I'm, I like him okay. I, I, there's rarely been a, a movie that I don't like Aquafina. I'm also not a all. huge Aquafina fan. Uh, it, it, like, it, it's just very much the same the same everything uh, that you get out of out of her roles. Ben Schwartz, I I, I enjoy Ben Schwartz. Yeah, so he's, you're gonna have Sonic the Hedgehog in the theater up against Mario, and he's he's fun. But Nicolas Cage um, returning to a vampire role um, because if you've not seen Vampire's Kiss, which is a 1988 uh, movie with Nicolas and uh, Nicolas Cage, where you know he thinks he's turning into a vampire, and it is the most Nicolas Cagey movie that you've ever Nicolas Caged. Like, it's so good. It's so good. Like, I would ad- I would advise everybody that wants to see Renfield, watch Vampire's Kiss before seeing Renfield. Not after. Listen to me. You will, you will thank me for it. And um, But it is an interesting twist. Like, this is a remake that's fun. It's like a story. It's characters we all know. We know Dracula and we know Renfield, and this is a, this is a really interesting um, retelling. I'm excited about it. I'm trying to not get my hopes up. But I'm going to go see it for sure. Yeah, I want to watch it. Uh, Nine Alice Lee said that she can stand Aquafina and Crazy Rich Asians, but not much else. Fair. You yeah. know what? Yeah. But that was, that was because movie. that movie balanced out how uh, ridiculous and over the top and annoying she is with, um, uh, you know, the the remainder of the story and the characters that weren't so bad. Um, yeah, that was, a, that was a good movie. Um, I'm surprised we I'll haven't gotten that. a Crazy Rich Asians verse yet. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they've been talking about the sequel since that movie first I came know. out. I uh, know. But you had Michelle Yeoh in that just being mm-hmm. a total bitch. They're so good at it. Michelle Yeoh is so great. Yeah, She's you are so not great. worthy of my family. Get out of this house. You little New York hussy. Leave now. Get yeah. out of Singapore. Dude, yeah. I'll watch Michelle Yeoh just drink coffee like she's so great um but anyway those are the two big movies that are coming out pope's exorcist and renfield they're hitting theaters this weekend you're not gonna um, go watch the weeb movie watch me weeb movie suzume are we getting it here i hope so probably it I looks mean, good i don't i don't think we're gonna get it here well we'll see we'll but it, do, it does look actually really good it looks pretty good uh, uh makoto shinkai um doing doing this one i i, I think we we may get it in our Malco, but I don't think it's going to get a, a big wide release. Although, who knows? I mean, Demon Slayer got a huge, like, a lot of those Funimation movies have been taken off. and um, There's lots of weebs out there. But, but this, is, this one's not based on any big, you know, uh, card game or something that everybody knows. And um, it's not got the same huge fandom as, like, Demon Slayer. Um, yeah, but it's, Dragon it's Ball. done by the people that do all of those movies that have like the same yeah. poster, and they're so good. Like, yeah, I can't remember any of the names, but like they were big movies. I mean, if we we'll get it, if we get it, I'll go see it. Mm. But um, I, 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 I'm, I don't know if we're gonna get it. So, um, thanks for bringing up the weeb content, Jake. Uh, we can always count on you. <laughs> I gotta give give our subscribers a reason to hit that weeb button at you, bro. Yeah, bleep, 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 bleep. Hit, smack that weeb emote. 
uh, and, and throw throw it our way. There we go. Thanks, LogeWeb on Twitch. Um, okay, well, th- those are your movies that are coming out this week. Let's talk about movies. Um, let me start with Paint because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spend a whole lot of time talking about it because uh, then we'll spend the rest of the show talking about Mario Brothers. Uh, Paint is the new film with Owen Wilson. Uh, it's Britt McAdams directing and writing this one. Uh, interesting supporting cast. You've uh, you know, but but it if we're being honest, it's really just the Owen Wilson show, but you've got Michaela Watkins, uh, Wendy McClendon Covey, you've got Stephen Root, who's always really funny, mm-hmm. you know, you remember him from Office Space, everybody knows him from that that movie. Also, he was uh, Bill Dotry. Yes, he was. Um, and and, and uh, Sierra Renee, who plays the kind of... It, it's weird. She's the villain of the story, but the way that they handle the... Um, sort of gender mechanics of this of this tale are a little a little interesting she's the one that comes in with the new show yes Mm. and uh it 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 doesn't work out the way you think it's gonna work out but um this movie of course owen wilson plays this character that is carl nargle which is a really weird name but he is a very bob rossian he is a bob ross spoof like quite literally a bob ross spoof and he and he hosts this show on pbs um vermont or wherever they're in and um uh it it (laughs) oh geez the comments are distracting me um, and he's he's hosting a Bob Ross show, and it, you can't really figure out what time period this show exists in because Owen Wilson's character is very much like nineteen late nineteen seventies, early eighties. Bob Ross drives a mini a, a big van called Fantastic, and you know they're PBS and they have all this old equipment. But then there's people that that there's a lot of modern references and modern technologies. So it's you don't really know what time period this is in, but it's not really relevant to the story. And the story is about this guy who is number one on the show. He convinced he's like the coolest dude in the room and everybody in the you know, everybody wants to to get with him or be him or whatever. And he's got this obsession with getting a painting in this local museum. And uh along comes low ratings and this is where my problem with the story is they kind of falsely inject a a a, a, a conflict in here with his ratings were as high as they'd ever been um there wasn't there wasn't this sort of fall from grace that didn't feel artificial and all of a sudden they inject he just says no once there's a there's a moment in the movie that they want him to do two hours a week instead of one hour a week because they need more content and he's the highest rated dude and he says no he didn't really want to do that so they get this other lady who's you know african-american young girl painting and and it's edgy and she's she's painting like ufos and weird stuff and he just paints like bob ross stuff and then there's becomes this rivalry and then he has this huge fall from grace and it's all about relationships and He's hung up on his ex-girlfriend, and the movie's not really about anything at all. It's just these characters bumbling through this weird story. It's cute, but it feels like a Netflix movie, if Mm. that makes sense. The performances were solid. There were some funny jokes. I don't regret seeing this movie. I I was entertained by this movie, but the, the whole movie, I was very confused why this movie was in theaters, right? Um, Because it didn't have enough oomph to make make it feel like it needed to be a movie it felt like it was maybe like a couple of side jokes that maybe the writer director and some friends had and they go oh let's 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 play this out and owen wilson is hilarious as a bob ross let's make a whole movie about it and there's they try to attach some social commentary to it where they you know they were trying to over villainize uh, some of uh owen wilson's characters like antiquated sort of masculine traits of like you know but they were not traits that that weren't his fault they were they were fed into him by his own stardoms but they made him the villain somehow and it felt very artificial but then he became the hero at the end which also then felt more artificial and every i don't know and as hardy just said on on youtube it sounds dreadful it wasn't dreadful i just had a really hard time figuring out what this movie was trying to do you know because it wasn't a hilarious comedy you know, despite Owen Wilson having a perm wig and t- pretending to be Rob Bob Ross, but it wasn't like a super heartfelt dramedy either. Um, so yeah, I just I just felt kind of lost in 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 this movie. Um, do I recommend people see this in the theater? Probably not. Would I recommend having someone watch this movie 
while they're at home like a weekend afternoon sure this is a great afternoon movie you know sitting down with a sandwich watching this movie uh it's fun it's engaging but it just it just lacked something that made me feel really engaged when the more i started to think about it so um you can check it out i don't think it's going to be in theaters very long it's kind of hit streaming very soon it's uh, i was i was talking to the manager at the malco i was uh, the only person that bought tickets to this movie that whole day um, it, it, as Vince just said on Twitch, I think he summed it up perfectly. It lacks wow. It just it it did. It lacked a little wow. That Owen Wilson wow. So yeah, I was a little disappointed. I wanted to like it a lot more than I did, and I didn't hate it. I just it just it lacked wow. Hmm. So there you go. I mean, Jake's already fallen asleep too. So uh, yeah, and so me just talking about the movie is is, is boring everyone. So I guess I'll stop talking about it. So um, paying, you can check it out. Uh, you can go to a special place with uh, Owen Wilson and do whatever you need to do. So okay, now that we've covered that, let's talk about Super Mario. Jake. It's a movie, or it's a movie, uh, man. Uh, yeah. Well, this one's tough um, because what was it? I, I don't. I almost fell asleep during this movie. Honestly, um, the the it's it's very loose. Um, they rapid fire things at you. Uh, I'm I know it's made for kids, and they're trying to just hold them in there. It was it was um, boring and empty and and clearly a cash grab and they hit you with a lot of Mario music anytime they run out of things to do, and um, it made no sense. Uh, Vince says, but what? they got I, I heard it's on track to be the most profitable movie in history. I'm so confused. Yes, it was the one of the biggest openings of all time uh, behind Avengers. Um, it, it's it, yes. Uh, 150 million uh, in its opening weekend, uh, just coming out of the gates, gun blazing. Uh, with that, like I said, with that um, invincibility star. Um, but, but again, something I say a lot on the show: just because something makes money does not make it good. Look at Avatar. Um, and, and my problem with this movie is, this movie, like Jake just said, lacked any sort of substance Substance, because this movie was just a series of events of things that happen in the video game and not like storylines or or plot points that happen throughout the video games but things you do while you're playing like jump moves that you do and power-ups that you consume and it's like i've got the flower flower and now i have firepower and you're like and it's and it's not even a good mario in, in accent it was it wasn't even a mario movie this is a toadstool movie or sorry princess peach uh it's a it's a princess peach movie it's not a mario movie and they make sure to remind you of that every opportunity they get when mario's there he's a joke and they make sure to know, let you know that they think Mario is a joke. And they want to make fun of him. They want to put him he's, down. He's too he, short. He he's, sucks. He's, he's not the hero. Uh, Peach is the hero of the movie. And the only time that Mario is a standout whatsoever is when he grabs a star and gets to be the star for like three seconds at the end of the movie. But beyond that, it is very much a Princess Peach movie. And, well, and that's where I got confused. They make fun of Mario more than they present it to you. And 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 and, and this is where I, I, you know, making a movie about Mario of all the Nintendo properties that you could do, I understand why they're doing it. The Legend of Zelda has way more narrative content than Mario will ever have in its pinky finger. And um, Al asks, "Is it better than the '90s Mario movie?" No, I'm going to cover that in a moment. Okay, um, I, hold on. But but I but I I, I want to talk about. What made what, what's weird about this movie? Because as Jake said, yes, it's very much a Princess Peach movie. But but how do you make a movie about a game that, at its core, is now considered a problematic storyline? Weak defenses princess gets kidnapped by a monster and needs a man to save her. But we still need to keep the property rights. But we can't have 
a guy rescuing a girl, the girl has to be the one that's the, that's the strong one. So how about just do that? How about there's just a, cut Mario out? There's because, not a problem with that at all. No, there's but not. But this movie presented it very wrong. Very they wrong. did it the wrong way. I would have rather seen Princess Peach the whole freaking time. Because the way that her character... She was a badass. But They made Peach cool. They, they made, made her a very much... They made her the freaking coolest. She was Smash Bros. Peach. She was Smash Bros. Peach. But then at that point, why do we even need Mario? And then they go, well, Mario has to rescue someone, so let's make Luigi the stupidest character in the planet so that Mario can rescue Luigi like he's the princess. And they, and they and, started out doing this thing, too, where they were brothers, and it had, like, the building blocks of what could have been, like, a really heartfelt, like, warming story of these brothers. Uh, and instead, they, as soon as it arcs up, they just flip it over and shit on it. And they're like, um, yeah, Luigi's, Luigi, screw him. Uh, until the very end where they're like, yeah, Luigi's pretty he needs, cool. He needs to do one cool thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, if you're going to build a cinematic universe, I think that that would have been the smart move. Like, introduce Peach a little later and make her the star of her own thing. Instead mm. of, like chaotically throwing all this crap and and as al says you need money for the 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 money no one would go see a movie called peach i don't know i don't know because this movie like the 15 minutes at the beginning when they were in brooklyn and the five minutes at the end where they're in brooklyn were the most interesting unique parts yes. of the whole movie because they Absolutely. were doing something with the world and this is where they I, were the parts with uh charles martinette in them well that's that there's that but the the, the thing that 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 surprised me is they're while they're in the mushroom kingdom or whatever you want to call it all it was was just here's what happens in mario kart remember when you double tap and you can do the thing well here's mario doing the thing and going i double tapped and doing the thing and then he's like oh here's a big mushroom oh i ate the big mushroom look at what i did it's crazy and then it's like oh here's except the without one. the accent because yeah, the, know. the very first thing pratt the very first thing they do in this movie is make fun of mario yeah. They're like, here's your hero of the movie. Also, he's garbage. He's trash. We don't like this guy. He's just here to he's a joke. frame the story. Uh, and we're really going to focus on everyone else. Well, and, and, and yeah, it was just series after series of banana pills make carts slip. And the blue turtle that goes, blue shell power, which means I get to go to the front of the carts and destroy carts. Like, we all know what a fucking blue shell does. Like, we don't need to frame it. Have someone just grab him and throw him. We don't... Like, make the world... Like, the Dungeons & Dragons movie did a really good job of letting Not things, explaining everything. Yeah. yeah, and just things happening and we're normal. And this is why I want to go back to the 90s. The 90s. Uh, they make fun of the Super Mario Brothers Super Show in the very beginning by using the intro music. And then as uh, one of our viewers asked, is it better than the 90s movie? Um, no. And here's why. And I went back. I went back because I I was like, am I crazy? Because people ask me all the time. I'm like, oh, you're just so nostalgic about this old content. And I was like, the 90s Mario movie sucks. Yeah, it's I'll not great. I want to be very clear about this yeah, right now. It's not great. But it's a better movie. <clears throat> Because they are doing something in that world that is different and unique and telling a story and developing characters in a weird way. The movie's not great, but it did more in, in that movie than this movie did. Like, this movie just repeated things from the game. It was nothing but how do we get from this reference to this reference to this reference to this reference? We're going to throw in an audio reference, but we need that to turn into a this reference. And it was like, remember that thing that you did in Mario? And then they just, they, they threw They make it him do it. And, and they're like, let's turn that into 90 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Remember when you jumped on a shell and it goes, gotta make sure you do that. Yeah. Remember you when know? he has a Tanuki tail spin? And we gotta make sure he does that. But we also have to tell you that that's what we're doing instead of just making it feel natural and flowy. And this is why I want to bring up the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, because I went back and I watched a few episodes of it. And, of course, some of the Captain Lou Albano live-action stuff was a bit cringy, but I was skipping to the parts of the animated series, and I was not crazy. The animated show is really good, because they the world exists in the world. We all know that sh how Shy Guys work. We all know how booze work. We all know how thwomps and bullet bills work. We, we, know the, we know the game mechanics. You don't have to explain how, how the block falls from underneath you when you stand on it. We know. We know. We got it. But when you tell a story about Bowser and Peach and Toad and Luigi and Mario in this world and 
give them some more depth than rescue him from the bad guy, then you actually have cool episodic stories to tell. And the Mario Brothers Super Show did that. This movie did not. And then you throw Bowser in an incredibly problematic role where he's like this super angry, rapey, just aggressive Bowser's male. Bowser's just an incel with a floating island. He's like, I love you so much. I'm going to write these songs like toxic masculine yeah. love. And, it's and like, then as soon as he gets her to agree to be... Uh, his lady, he's like, cool, I'm going to kill all of your friends and family so that I'm the only person in your life. And that is the Bowser plot of the movie. And is he's going to force Peach to be his, and then he's going to kill everyone she knows so that she's locked in and relies on him. Which is weird. It's awful. And that's not that's not something that you should maybe do for kids. And and you, you <laughs> that's made... That's something you should do. You know, you could have developed Bowser in a, like what's give him some more motivation how does the koopa kingdom even exist you know well, like because they're there it's there what you about could, all of his kids that run the castles that you go to and defeat like in super mario yeah there's so much there and instead of making him a jack blackian weird rapey guy like and uh, it just i really did not like this movie um, I didn't like the way that the pipes were magic instead of pipes and like the whole thing they like introduce him as a plumber and then they're like yeah but what if the plumber thing don't matter you know like that's just how he finds the world or, or something like that but anyway so when the, when he gets like I said when he gets at the beginning in Brooklyn and at the end in Brooklyn and uses the world of Mario Brothers to frame up an interesting fun idea like okay well He's in the streets of Brooklyn and uses his Mushroom Kingdom powers to save his friends and family in the real world. Hey, that's a cool, neat idea that I've not seen in the Mario world. Mm. Um, but it only encompassed about nine minutes of the entire movie. And the rest of it was kind of what we've been talking about. And just just cringy, eye-rolly moves from the game. Not story from the game. Actions from the game, mm. and I, and the Smash Brothers like Donkey Kong battle scene, and like all the Mario Kart scenes, and the Baby Mario. There was there was good references at the beginning, and then they just threw away the difference between an Easter egg and a hey, this is video game content. And um, I don't know, didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. Yeah, there wasn't uh, one part of it. Um, Velvet Santa asks, Sonic better? Sonic is worlds better. Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog is, is a... Leagues beyond yeah. what this movie is. And we're someone asking about, is the 90s movie better with Bob Hoskins and, and, and um, um, John Leguizamo? A million times better. Even though that movie's awful, it's bad. They don't... They made Goombas, like giant weird lizard man monster things. Was it a more... At least there was a story. It at was a more was interesting a attempt at a Super villain. Mario Brothers yeah. movie than yeah. this was. Neither of them are great movies. The 90s one... I would rather sit down and watch that 90s movie there's way a, more. At least there's a plot and a, a reason. And Mario gets to be a, a hero or whatever in that one. This one, Mario's just the guy that leads you between references it's, and, it's uh, like sitting on a couch watching someone else play mario kart or mario or mario party well, 8 careful because we're on twitch and that's something people do well yeah but but, but at least they have a person that yeah. they're watching you know and 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 you don't get to play like you've seen it all and it's i, I yeah i just it, it it really failed for me as as a as a as a movie um, well, and you put it up against, uh, you know, you said something about the D&D &D movie right now uh, and, and how they do the game right because they treat it like it's a, um, it's like, yeah, this is how the game works, but here it is in a real story. Mario's like, this is how the game is. Not, not this is how it works or how we can use it. Um, they, they take a game and they're just like, what if we just put all the noises from this game and, and then... Uh, mixed it with, with better graphics with a pile of shit and uh, yeah. fed and that to did you, you did you stay for the end credits trailer I stayed through where it's like it's a Yoshi egg and it goes Yoshi and they're like well okay well yay we get to see and and that's the crazy thing about when you know 
in the olden days, which are not that long ago, it's really cool for us to see like, oh, wow, we're getting a chance to see a new thing that's inspired by like this video game or whatever in a new way. And with the graphics that we have now and the games that we have now, we've gotten, this was nothing new. You yeah. know, the, the, it's just like watching a a, a cutscene of or, or just the game. It's just well, the game. And you want to know something? The, uh, the 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 person with the most character was probably Luigi, and they gave him the least amount of screen time and just dumped on him the whole time he was there. But they gave him like uh, an interesting personality and some character to him, and they're like, yeah. But now, what if he's just scared and stuck somewhere? And and then at the end, he was like the true hero. It was dumb. I, it was dumb. And, and it's just, making all the money. It's lights and sounds. Donkey Kong is just Seth Rogen if he applied to one of those ads in the back of a comic book to be the muscle guy. Oh, God, yeah. Kicking the sand at people. No, oh, Seth Rogen. And it's got celebrity voices. It's got noises. The, the the kids that watch you at home playing Mario Kart and are not very good at it, you can go to this movie and go, oh yeah, it's like it's like the video game, exactly, it's exactly the game on TV. But here's here's the hopefully the silver lining, if we can get a Legend of Zelda movie, no please don't that that takes itself somewhat seriously. That's not like, well, excuse me, princess, which it's going to be, you know. I, don't want, I, don't want. I would love to see a Zelda, like a a, a no. competent Zelda movie. It would just be that dumbass one on Wii that everyone acts like it's the first Zelda that's ever been made. Twilight Princess? No. Uh, sorry, not Wii. Wind uh, Waker? No. The, uh, the what's the Game? new console? That oh, they have? the Switch? Yeah, the Switch one. Uh, yeah, Loge Web wants a Majora's Mask movie. Majora's Mask movie would be sick. We're like, let's terrify the fuck Link out of kids. Link to the past, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Link to the past. Let's do it. Make it real. Dude. Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons would be yeah, a pretty cool. Breath of the Wild is the one that Breath everyone talks about. Because everyone acts like no Zelda game existed before that. They all existed before cool that. Cool thing game. about Zelda is you could make it and then you can recast it and change everything about it. And that's in line. That's well, just, and the cool thing about... Legend of Zelda is it checks all the boxes already because Zelda's a badass. Ganondorf is an established piece of shit. Link is 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 a a hero already, and mm-hmm. and everything balances out. Like like you know, uh, it it could work. It could work, and it's in More, a fantasy setting. That's what I'm saying. You don't even have to make the game stories. You could just make a whole new story and keep it in line with the games. And it's like, oh, yeah, because they're constantly reborn. Yes. There's always the wielders of the Triforce. And, uh, yeah, you can you can have sheep. Just don't give me Tinkle. Uh, tingle's the best. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> tingle, tingle, kulu, limpa. <laughs> oh, I used geez. to love shooting his balloon down in Majora's Mask. And oh, that was the him. best part. That was the best part. Yeah, a little idiot. But uh, anyway, so Nintendo is now going to be a new, I think, I can't remember who said it in Twitch, but they said, you know, uh, Nintendoverse coming soon. And it's, yeah, the, it's, it's the way the It's coming. Yeah. It made way too much money and is going to continue to make too the much money. The only problem is this movie controlled the stories of like Donkey Kong and uh, whatever else. Well, yeah, and I, I... So how are you... And you know what? They had Diddy and Dixie Kong there very briefly. Where was Funky and Candy Kong? I that's wanted next, to see we're gonna Funky get, Kong. We're probably going to get a Donkey Kong movie now. Mm, no, a I don- hate A Donkey Kong country movie. I hated having Fred Armisen as super Jewish you know, Donkey Kong. What, I would have rather had a Super Mario Brothers 2 movie before this, where it's all a dream... And there's no Koopa, and it's that weird frog bad guy. Because it's not Mario, but it was a remake of a different game that had a Mario skin It's put the on best it. Mario, except for Mario World. That's the best. I mean, everybody knows that one. Wart, yeah. And it's got the best music. Mario 2 does have... Un- Super Mario World has sick music. Yeah, but Mario 2's music is, is really Also, they, cool. they made it where you can't do a Yoshi story thing unless you use Peach. 
They they yes. did set it up where you can have Peach Yoshi's yeah. story. That would be cool. Mm. Do something different. You don't need a Yoshi story movie. Give me a Paper Mario story and like have Wes Anderson direct Give it. Give me and a stop Super motion. Mario RPG movie. Give me one of those. Anyway, all right. Well, that's what's going on. We got to give you the box office roundup because we are way out of time here. Um, so we got to tell you what made movie in uh, or what made movie money movie in 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 theaters this 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 week um, because it, we all know that it was just Mario. But we're going to give you the top ten movies in America as we do. And uh, Jake's going to start with number ten. It's going to work his way all the way up to number one because domestic box office totals are how we predict what movies are going to come out in the future. And uh, start with number ten was. Spoiler alert, the movie I just talked about. Yeah, it's coming in at number 10, the movie you just reviewed uh, from IFC Films. So maybe it will be up for streaming. I think it is already up for streaming. Pretty soon. Uh, Paint brought in just over half a million dollars. 570,000 is its intake for the weekend. That's rough. Thanks, Loge Webb. Well, it was only um, in 800 theaters, but that's still not a very good take. Yeah. Uh, and then coming in at number nine in its second week out, uh, 1001. That movie actually does look kind of interesting. Inner city life kind of a thing. Uh, a mom what uh, reobtains her son that she's not supposed to have any contact with. Mm-hmm. Looks like it could be interesting. Uh, in its second week, it brought in $600,000. Also in less than 1,000 people. Domestic theaters. total up to just shy of $3 million. Uh, And then <laughs> way down here in its fourth week out, coming in at number eight, Shazam! Fury of the Gods brought in a $1.5 million. Uh, its domestic take so far is at 56 and a half. Uh, yeah. That's rough. Yeah. Uh, however, in its sixth week out, uh, at number seven, Creed 3 brought in $2.75 million, uh, bringing its domestic at 153.2, and they are very happy with that movie. In fact, we are getting the creed uh, You know, the, the Creed story will expand and continue even without um, Any characters creed from the previous movies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so just going to continue on, and we'll see where Jonathan Majors ends up in his whole uh, punching that girl thing. Uh, Put him in the ring. Have him punch yeah. somebody else. And in its second week, his only son probably did big yesterday. Uh, it did. Yeah, $2.8 million this past weekend. Its domestic total is at 10.6. Um, so not as big as its opening week. I guess everyone was getting geared up for Easter real hard on that one. Uh, and then number five, fifth week out, Scream 6, $3.4 million. Its domestic take is just barely under 104 million dollars so not so bad probably not as much as they want out of such a big budget horror movie but that's still making money because horror movies are cheap uh and then number four dungeons and dragons honor amongst thieves in its official second week out but truly uh it was released two weeks before brought in 13.8 million its domestic take is at 61.6 and i do not think that includes the Amazon previews, like we saw, because we saw that last week, they yeah. did not in- include the uh, the pre showings, and then opening at number three, Air, uh, fourteen point four million dollars, pretty good opening. But I guess it had a couple extra days because it's sitting at twenty point two million. Had an early release, yeah, yeah. So not bad uh, for that one that snuck up on everybody, and then John Wick hanging in there at number two, uh, stayed kept its number two spot. Fourteen point four million. It's domestic, one hundred forty six point nine. And where was uh, Shazam and Creed? Uh, yeah. So Ooh. good on John Wick. Um, that one, of course, like we talked about earlier, will continue uh, with uh, with or without John Wick um, into the ballerina. Uh, and then opening at the top spot, Super Mario. Brought in the same amount of money that John Wick has earned in two weeks. $146 million. It, too, with an early release, bringing in $204.6 million. Bucks. And, and here's the crazy thing. This weekend, John Wick's theater average was about four grand, right? You know, per, per showing, per screen or whatever. Super Mario Brothers movie, 33000 per like it made, it made so much money. I think so much money. 
it has it has by definition broad appeal it has everything that you could offer to get the widest audience and cu- just curiosity theme. from people too because well, we've never seen a super mario brothers movie video and t- or tv shows so people are like there's that instant draw of people going, well, I'm curious to what this is going to be. Video game movies have classically sucked, but now Sonic has kind of turned that around. Um, so, but yeah, you have Mario Brothers, you have Illumination Studio that people really like. Uh, you have celebrity voices. Uh, it's a family movie, uh, which how many other options of family movies are there None. right now? And uh, Easter holiday weekend. Yeah, it's animated. I mean, you got quite a bit going on for it that yeah. just poised it. Um, to to make a meteoric rainbow road to uh, success there, so uh, made all the money, and we're it's gonna probably destroy next week as well because we we're getting only to, we're getting two rated R movies. So again, it's it's got a hype behind it. It's it's a, a, a PG offering. So uh, there you have it. Um, we need to wrap it up, but uh, Vince, our, our Twitch mod, reminding us um, some Fathom events there and to join our Discord. He threw a link there in the chat. You can always keep up with us throughout the week. You can chat with some of our other viewers. Uh, got a little film community going. Yeah, uh, um, Fathom events, check them out. The, uh, this week is Big Lebowski anniversary. And then uh, coming up in the next... Uh, the in the next week or two is Return of the King. Extended. Extended. Well, right on, guys. Well, don't forget to, like I said, like, share, and subscribe. You can download this show wherever it is you get podcasts. If you just want to listen to the audio of it, uh, it's there for you. Um, but if you want to see the video, you can uh, check us out on our Facebook, our YouTube, or our Twitch. Uh, YouTube archives lots of shows, but Twitch is the one we like. You can get, you can like and subscribe, uh, and you can join in the pre-show, that, that exclusive content, before we get started with the rest of the guys. So, uh, thanks everybody over on twitch for those subs and those emotes and those cheer points they're always fun we love we love doing that um so with that said uh, i guess next week i'll probably see renfield mm. um that's going to be kind of my pick and we'll review that one next week so uh i also wa- i watched some stuff on netflix um that maybe if we need filler we'll talk about it next week so uh thanks as always i'm Bo, the boom operator i'm slick doggy the grip and we will see you guys next week As you leave the theater, folks, please be careful. Don't let this happen to your car. Be sure to remove the speaker before you leave. If you should accidentally pull a speaker loose, please turn it in at our snack bar or box office. Thank you.